Bill, how are you doing today? I'm gonna buy a flaggle, buy a flaggle, daggle. TJ, talk for a second. Um, talking. Talkity talk, talkity talk, talk, talk. Talk, Rob, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking, Ryan. It was very nice of you. Invincible Podcast, and probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends get to sit around and talk all things Invincible, a comic book by Robert Kirkman. This is episode 44, and we're going to be talking all about issue 142 of Invincible. It was released on November 15th, 2017. It's Robot War, part one of one, the end of all things, part 10 of 12, and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Ryan. Joining me again is Bill. Hello. And TJ. Uh, hello. And we've got one more with us today. Uh, we're actually, we've got our fan spotlight live with us, who's going to be joining us for the entire... The entirety. The entirety of the episode. Uh, Rob, how are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm uh, good. Thank you. Rob is a good friend of ours from years ago. Well, friend. Well, you know. <laughs> That's what I would classify it as well. Wow. And knows much more about comic books than any one of us combined. I, That's true. That's very true. Well, uh, the comic book industry. Don't build me up too much. <laughs> <laughs> Rob was a, uh, uh, a friend of ours back when we worked at the movie theater. We all worked at the theater together, um, man, years ago. Yeah. Uh, Fucking years ago. I, uh, yeah. But it's fun. I'm glad to have you. We, we have talked comics so much. Uh, over these years and this was you know part of the reason we wanted to do the podcast was because conversations that we would have about Invincible uh, would go on for hours on end and uh, so it's exciting to have you on the podcast to actually you know get to have everybody else join in on this yeah well like you know conversation slash arguments though right of course <laughs> that's right that's part of it um so a little bit about us uh we're the invincible podcast uh you can find us uh, on itunes soundcloud everywhere uh we are on youtube as well you can uh leave us itunes reviews which are great um other than that are uh, we still a can, 10 star or a five star we are still a five star and we, we shot up to 16 <clears throat> five star reviews wow which is awesome yeah wow uh it's gonna dip now that rob's on but well, well I am a dick. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com and uh, find us on Facebook, find us on Twitter. Other than that, there's not really any Invincible-related news this month. Nothing uh, new to announce. Uh, as far as housekeeping stuff, uh, TJ and I still want to stream some video games sometime soon. Just keep an eye out. We don't know when we're going to do that yet, but it might happen uh, we're kind within of right the next couple weeks. in the weeks. middle of like holidays and family yeah. stuff and so it's a little difficult lots but of work stuff ending the year out like we like we were saying we wanted to stream injustice 2 maybe talk a little bit about what invincible would be like as a fighting game you know talk we're with everybody we're gonna do it we're gonna do it, gonna do it soon yeah keep an eye out uh other than that bill you weren't here for the last new issue discussion and rob i haven't talked to you since the last new issue came out before this so issue 141 uh the death of Nolan Grayson, Omni-Man. Uh, Bill and Rob, what did you guys think of this issue? In a nutshell, just kind of leading us into this 142 issue. Rob, you can lead it since oh. you're, you're the special guest. I am the guest. Um, I liked it. Um, it's something we all saw coming. Mm -hmm. um, maybe not in the manner in which it did. Like he's, They sort of got their... They had their cake and eat it too. Like He died yes. in battle, and then we still got the... you know. Nice goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so. I love that. I love that we still got that crazy moment, you yeah. know, the with you know in space the fighting death scene. We all assumed he died there, but then, mm-hmm. um, I think that Otley did a really good job of making his eyes look sunken, like he was dying. Like and there was no way of coming back That's from it. Fairbairn too with the colors. Yeah, because yeah, they're but like the sunken red. in yeah the red eyes the sunken yeah. in cheeks and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I talked about this. I talked about how I, I it felt yeah, very reminiscent to other comic book deaths. But I like Rob's whole had the cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. So and then it ended with uh, them heading back to Earth and all the robots surrounding Earth or you know the blockade the blockade yeah. yeah. So yeah, so that brings us dun, dun, dun. to 142, the Robot War, part one of one. Um, was this a supersized issue? Yes. It really? Did yes. not it, feel like it. It didn't feel like it well, at all it, to me. Because it moved fast. Yes. Here's these two physical issues. Just pick them up. Like, you could tell it's much thicker. I, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, it yeah. is. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is. No, yeah. But uh, <laughs> Rob's lifting, lifting the iPad. Um, <laughs> it is heavier. You're a silly goose, Rob. Yeah, I know. You like this cover? Do I like this cover? Yeah. Yeah. I like pretty much everything Otley does. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, I really like Mark on the cover specifically. Yeah. I remember finding it odd that he, uh, he had long hair in this one, but then I think the next issue, doesn't he have like the buzzed head? Yeah. yeah. That's what I remember seeing too. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of impressed that, uh, who's that? El Chupacabra? <laughs> yeah. El okay. oh, Chupacabra. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He made cool. it on the cover. Poor Pegasus has her face, uh, blocked by the E in Invincible. Yeah. No, you that's know what she gets. That's what she gets. El Chupacabra. What? What the? F- what is? Is he from? I was. I was trying to think. Is he like Lizard League or something like that? No. He looked like he was someone from Lizard League, no. didn't he? That's guarding the globe and in Invincible Universe. Oh, okay. Yep. We are, we've got to talk. We've got about it. Those. Yeah, we've got to. I'm jump so into excited that. for you to read those, Bill. They're so good. Um, <clears throat> all right. So here we go. Let's jump in. First page. Uh, the first time I read this, I didn't catch the fact that uh, I thought Eve was trying to slow Mark down. But she's actually putting them in costume. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, but yeah, so Mark realized that there's the blockade and he's flying around through the ship, looking for a robot. Who's on the ship? Who is on the ship? Yeah. I don't yeah. think we ever really like talked about yeah. that he's on the fucking ship. Like, like I, Last I we saw that, like we that he like flew off. He came in a fucking rocket, you know which I mean? was destroyed. Yeah, I know. No, I know. But I just assumed that he had a way to get back to Earth. I wasn't didn't think that he was on the ship. Yeah, I don't think it was that information was given to us. It wasn't. No, that's it what was I mean. assu- It that's was assumed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're not just gonna fly away and leave robot in his fucking suit. Well, I just figured he would have once he did his part during that whole skirmish that he would just be like, yeah, okay, I'm I'm out of here. Beyond. I don't think he would yeah. hang around with I agree. them. But I mean, knowing yeah, Nolan because died. you're right. He, you know what? He stuck around till Nolan died. That's why yeah. he knew Nolan was right. dying, and that was, you know, smart on his part to do mm-hmm. that because he's, you know, because of what because of what we know is right. coming. Yeah, um, I loved seeing him blast out of his blast own out of his suit. suit. How cool awesome. was that? And he's wearing yeah. a tux. He's wearing the tux. <laughs> <laughs> I can yeah. picture. Uh, now he's got like a force field around him, right? To keep him kind of like that's what the green yeah. is around it's, him, yeah. like an actual force field. Oh, okay. Was, you know what? Because it's around okay. him when he gets right. into the suit. Too. It makes sense. I didn't. I didn't catch see that. that at first either. But yeah, that makes sense. Because the vacuum of space is very. He's mm, no Viltrumite. Radiant, yeah, and he and he well, would this, die. So. This robot isn't. Yeah, um, I like. Uh, I, I can totally picture commissions of Rex in a <laughs> suit wearing just the helmet. I thought it was a really cool image. And one thing that we're going to see several times throughout this issue, which is one of my favorite things about this issue, is the way Ryan is 
pulling characters out of the panels, which he does do now and then in issues. But the way he did it in this issue multiple times, it's very dynamic looking. Oh, to give it the 3D look? Yes. Yeah. So much, especially in the... Um, hey, Nab, that was loud. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Especially in the um, uh, physical, you know, paper issue, not just the digital versions. Um, everything just pops off the page. It was really, really cool looking. So, go ahead, Bill. I... I... First of all, over over let's you know what should we do overall impressions before we kind of delve into it further? I mean, did it meet your expectations? Uh yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think parts of it exceeded my expectations, parts of it didn't quite meet my expectations. So it's a mixed mm -hmm. bag. Um overall, I really liked it. Right. TJ? Yeah, I there are some things that I'm um a little nitpicky about yeah. that we'll talk about, but um, yeah, I I enjoyed it very much. A um, lot of things surprised me in this. Yes, like I think that especially going back and listening to like our previous episodes, I don't think anybody could have pre predicted no. certain things that happened in I this, know. which in this we'll issue. get to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, Robert, well, for something that's called part one of Robot War, things. I don't, I don't know how what the format is here. Like, do, do we talk about... Well, we normally go through the issue, but I mean, just, Bill just wants overall. to hear your overall opinion. Yeah, I guess I don't know why. <laughs> it, just, it, it seemed to wrap up pretty quickly. Well, it's part two. one of yeah. one. That was the joke. Oh, dude, I thought it was part one of three. Oh, no, no, no. Wow, oh. you thought the robot war was going to yes. continue oh, until the end of the thing? going to go until the end oh. of the series. Well, you went in with certain expectations. I did. I was like, this is going to be like okay. the beginning of something. What yeah. a sweetie pie. Well, now knowing that, it's now exactly it's... part one of one. Yes. <laughs> so I guess that can't really be a complaint, right? It's not a complaint. But if some of that still... It still applies because while done well, it was still seemed a little fast. Like things yeah. were wrapped up a little... Yeah, even for a double-sized issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like... and. That being said, like that, it was done well. Mm -hmm. But you know, I don't know for reading this this series for as long as we have, and just you know, it sort of ended, yeah, neatly like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. You know, I yeah. Don't know. I mean, there's still, there's still two more issues left. So. Oh yeah, and there's oh there's yeah. a lot to talk about when it gets to that. All right, back to where we left off though. We we get the reason why Rex took the kids. Leverage. Leverage. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, a lot simpler than we were like. A lot simpler. We we're like, he's gonna put them in the Flaxon dimension and age them, age up, them and up and <laughs> everything like that. So um, he was basically saying that if Mark lost, he would use the kids as like, hey, like he would tell the Viltrumites like, hey, I was taking care of your kids, you know, like befriend them, use them, use that to befriend mm -hmm. them, right? And then yeah. he was sort of covering his bases yeah, either way, no, like whether way. if Thrag won. Or or Mark's side one. So so I have a question here. Robot saying like he's immediately he put up the blockade. He's saying um, he releases this message to the entire uh, ship to mm -hmm. all the Viltrumites uh, because he assumes Mark would use the Viltrumites against him and stop right. him because he knows how much Mark hates him. Do no guys, matter what. Do you guys think that without a doubt Mark would have done that? No. I think the only reason why Mark is any kind of aggressive right now is because of the fucking blockade that Robot put up. Because yeah. he's striking first, essentially? Yeah. So do you think Rex is right for doing this? No. Like, it, it seems odd that Rex, you know, being who he is, is like, he knows that Mark would do this eventually. He, I think he even says the word eventually. Like, you're, eventually you're going to turn them against me. So then that sort of begs the question, why would 
why would Rex help Mark beat Thrag? Because Thrags was a, a greater, bigger yeah. a, a threat, bigger, a, a bigger threat. Because he oh, would have just had, wiped it out. It seems Earth. like he had contingencies either way, whether if Thrag won mm-hmm. or if Mark won. So, I, but he sided with Mark. So I said that too because he Mark was ready to die yeah. when they were pointing mm-hmm. at the song. He was going to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then Robot saved him. Yeah. Or to then him at least to then ensure. Oh no, because wasn't Thrag gonna fly away or something like that? No, they were both gonna no, die. They were both dying. They were both and going Mark, to die. It was a suicide Mark mission got, for yeah. Mark. Yeah. Think yeah. about sure. think about the situation before that issue though. Is that Mark Thrag was a much bigger threat because he had the entire army. You know, what I mean, from Robot's perspective, he didn't know that there was you know that the Vulture, the Viltrumites were gonna turn or anything mm-hmm. like that. So Thrag was a, he had a whole planet filled with fucking offspring and everything. He was definitely a bigger threat than than Mark. So if I were to side with somebody, it would definitely be. The lesser of the mm-hmm. two threats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, Robot gives that message to the Votramites. Uh, I liked this scene with Alan, um, you know, basically seeing, like, oh shit, oh shit, you know? And uh, him, when, when, <laughs> when Rex said, oh, and I also want control of the fleet. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's when Alan was like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Son of a. Uh, I can't believe how quickly the other Voltramites just yeah like instantly I mean, threw right, him so, out and so is that a is that a testament to how human they've become that they care that much for their offspring as he calls them no I, it might just be they have to move things along here because they only have so many pages agreed but yeah. you know yeah. yeah as far as the story's concerned yes you can make that argument yeah. like yeah we're look we care about our offspring and you know we're I think just, it's we're gonna do what they they know robot to an extent too because they've been on Earth with mm-hmm. robot ruling so mm-hmm. I guess they maybe have some level of trust with him. You're right. They have been on Earth with him, or they know how much of a threat he actually yeah. is. Yeah, he'll follow. Not through. to be yeah. taken yeah. lightly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense then. They yeah. want to act swiftly, but I just thought it was very single-minded. Like they couldn't see the bigger picture. They're just like instantly going against Alan. Yeah, and that's the last time we see Alan. This issue, floating out in space. Oh yeah. yeah, really. I mean, we know that the 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 Voltramites join the fight, huh. but Alan, Space Racer, Thresha, stay on the ship. Huh. I don't yeah. think I picked up on that. The I guess they just don't really care about Earth there. that much. They're like, it's fucking Earth. Well, Who cares? There's, yeah. I guess there's just enough people fighting. I guess so. They're like, there's too many people on this page. We can't fit on here. <laughs> 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 they're 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 there. They're just in the background. Um, yeah. I like seeing uh, Tara. Like, you know, we're in space. Oh, yeah, that's not a good thing. <laughs> um, and what about Ursul? That whole uh, conversation about forgiveness and, you know, her not fully understanding saying, you know, oh, so if I help you, you know, that means we're cool, right? Yeah, I like that, too. I thought it was a, kind of a cool dynamic to show that she's not really used to, like, human interaction. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she's, like, I mean, there's got to be more to her story than just her being here to help out you know against robot too like is are we we've we've talked before and we're, we, some of some of us thought maybe she, mark would put her in charge or if something happened to mark she would lead the viltrumites yeah. or maybe she becomes like a second in command to mark yeah well the reason why she's having this conversation is because eve went to ursul and said we need you to lead the viltrumites to earth to Help Mark, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which is smart. Eve is—I yeah. I think Eve is one of the smartest people in this, mm-hmm. like the last year. 
Like, she's the most level-headed. I mean, she was blown out into space and then thought back to go back to the ship and get Ursula and all the other Viltrumites to help yeah, against Robot. Because I didn't even think of that. I'm like, oh, yeah, fucking yeah. Eve's so smart. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's definitely way more level-headed than Mark is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was mm-hmm. back to that whole conversation. I mean, she snapped down him, like, what was it, issue 133, about how reckless he is and everything yeah. like that. She's called uh, him out on that before. Um, During Oliver's funeral. Yeah, funeral, yeah. Uh, so here we are. We're back on Earth. It's been a while. Uh, back at Immortal's cabin. And this, I love this whole scene. Go for it, TJ. Um, Invincible shows up and is talking to uh, Immortal. And, you know, he says a lot has happened, but Rex has abducted all the children of the Viltrumites on Earth. He's forcing them to fight for him. If we can rescue those kids before Rex succeeds, the Viltrumites can help us take down Rex once and for all. Um, so basically he's just saying, like, hey, if you side with us, we're going to take down Rex. Otherwise, you're going to have to fight later anyways. Yeah, you know? and he seems like he's, like, not real into it because, you know, he... I mean, even when Invincible first shows up, he's like, I thought you'd be thrilled to help me, and he was kind of, like, standoffish. But then as soon as he explained himself... He was like, all right, it sounds like a good plan. And he opens up the door, and his kids, uh, with him and Duplicate, are already, like, in costume, just, like, waiting to so fucking, are, like, are they have eight? an adventure. Are, are they eight years old? Because they were, like, four-ish. Or, f- wait. Oh, I was going to say more, like, No, they're one, the same age as Tara. One or two. Right? Aren't they the same age as Tara? I think they're a little older. Oh, they're, a like, little, a year. Older, they're like, a year. They're, like, a year. Yeah. Yeah. So they're maybe, like, six. Yeah. So that's, like, Riker in a costume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's Immortals costume only different colors with, yeah it's awesome. with, with the orange and purple do you guys realize that duplicates reading mm-hmm. abraham, abraham lincoln, lincoln the life yeah. the life and writings <laughs> but i mean she could just ask him ask him right <laughs> but yeah no that's a, that's a funny it's a good sight gag what do you think their powers are do you think they just have immortals powers do they have duplicates a little bit it of didn't both show no it at all. no we never saw we never even and saw them fight, I don't think. we do see them in like later on in a big splash page but they're just not you know posing yeah like ah yeah just like that so yeah. this was my favorite part one of my favorite fucking parts yeah look at first of all that gigantic army flying behind eve mm-hmm. and <laughs> tara Saying I like Earth, we should come here more often and not for the fighting, but fucking tech jacket. Yep. Just and, and that's and that's when I remember like, oh yeah, we're gonna see fucking people like characters that we haven't seen yeah. in a long time. That got me super, super excited. Yeah, over uh, on uh Twitter, CT57 said he was stoked to see Tech Jacket again. A couple people actually said they uh um they were happy to see Tech Jacket. Speaking of CT57, Connor. did you know that uh it so a while back he actually made a uh, a cover for this issue um, based off of a conversation that we had on a previous episode um, with Rex Bloat on the cover because I joked about how he's my favorite character and oh maybe he'll be on the cover uh, if you google Invincible 142 it's the third image oh nice I thought that was kind of cool that is cool wow that is cool I uh, concur hey <laughs> so so then we get so who's everyone is, is that Sinclair in there D.A. Sinclair. D.A. Yep. Sinclair. Yeah. And he's the one that's driving, like, the, the power loader. He's in a power right? loader later. He's, like, in a, yep. like, a, yeah. Uh, so, we have Amanda. We have Britt. We have... I'm going to see if you know any of these characters. But that's, <laughs> that's Blind Guy best in the background. Tiger. Best, best Tiger. Blind Guy. <laughs> Come on. You should know He's, like, tiger. the best person on this page. I love Best Tiger. Fucking, you got... Uh, 
Monax. Monax. Kaboomerang, is that his name? Kaboomerang, yep. yeah, yeah. It's such an awesome name. Yeah. Outrun. Uh, Pegasus with Le Bruiser. The, the, yeah, yeah, the pug. The pug. Yeti. And Yeti. Um, and what, who's that robot guy? Donald. Is it Donald? Donald or something? Donald. Yep, Donald. Yeah. yeah. Yep, the android. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, Mark shows up and he's like, so first of all, last we saw, was it Brit? And I think Kaboomerang maybe outrun. A few of them sided with Rex. And Mark brings that up here. He said some of you even, you know, worked with Rex for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just interesting because that's kind of a casualty of the series wrapping up that we never really get to see why or what happened or yeah. any of that. That's just kind of lost in those five years uh, of what could have happened. But the fact that he took children, I think, is it was um, a final Invincible's straw driving point he took children which you know kidnapped children which proves that he should not have control of earth mm-hmm. oh my god so yeah then tech jacket eve and uh all the young viltramites show up uh to join as well fucking tara yeah can i just say like the way otley drew her face as she says cool like that smile like mm-hmm. that's such a kid's smile like that, it's such a I I don't know I did a great like, job with didn't that. It love, had, didn't, yeah. didn't you didn't it like fill you up with like yeah. fucking joy? And yeah, because like, they have a crush on each other now. So yeah, uh, <laughs> that's what uh, I thought, yeah, dude. I'm uh, like they are gonna be in love. Nate <laughs> from Nerd Chatting said the same thing about mm-hmm. Britt Jr. and uh, Tara. She punched him through a fucking wall. So it's a Britt Jr. question, though. everybody. So, yeah. Okay. What? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, she has super that's strength. my what I'm saying. Yeah, she has does she strength. have super strength? Apparently, that yeah. they didn't even make a deal, big deal about it. So that, when I saw that, I'm like, wait a minute. So I thought about that, and I was thinking back at all the times that we've seen her use powers, and she's flown. Okay, now she's flown through she's, things. No, she or, flew into the ceiling. Right. We didn't see it happen. That's when you know Haluma and Be- uh, Debbie came running in, and. Um, you know, she was sitting on the floor and everything like that, and we saw the damaged ceiling. Um, but I just assumed it was like, you know, a soft Not ceiling. Her. No, I just didn't think it was that much damage. I don't know. I guess I just assumed. And then there's that... the scene where she's flying and Debbie's holding on to her, so she's able to carry her, and Debbie's not weighing her down or anything. So I thought maybe that could be. But yeah, I, maybe, I don't know. Maybe they just were like, oh, she has Mark's powers, and they never really mentioned yeah, that like it's when, both. I mean, they already had the big reveal of her flying. Yeah. Um, maybe they just didn't, maybe Kirkman just didn't think it was a big deal. And maybe. Or that, like I said, it's I just, just assumed that she has Mark's. Yeah. I don't think it is a big deal. I mean, I think we are to assume, since she we've seen her fly, that right. she's going to be able to be having super strength. That's exactly too. how I felt, yeah. too. Like, if she's got one, she's got both. Yeah. Like That's she's, what I, yeah, it's totally so she, understandable. So we know now. she has Mark's powers. Now we're just waiting to see if she has Eve's. Yeah. But it's totally understandable why she has both. It's just interesting that we never, there wasn't a. Like a moment of yeah. We've oh, talked I have about this in the past, though. Do you think that she would have Eve's because Eve was kind of like? Well, she was genetically modified yeah. in a test tube or whatever. That's what I mean. So she it's wasn't still like her, born it's still, still her DNA. It's still genetic. Mm, I guess. Yeah. I it's not like Rex it, where it was put in her. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it'd be really cool if she does have both, you know, power sets. Mm-hmm. Like that will just she's she'd be unstoppable. Yeah. I know. Uh, so who's <laughs> also in this uh, page? Is that yeah. Amanda? I'm not Amanda, yeah. sorry. Um, what's her name? I was... That's Britt's wife. Britt's wife. Oh, uh, what the fuck is her name? Thank you. I was like, who is this person? Oh, my God. At... I Why know. do I want to say Amanda? It's... We did three episodes on this, Bill. It might be Amanda. <laughs> no, Amanda is Monster Girl. Yeah, Amanda's Monster Girl. It's going to come to me. Uh... Is it Teresa? 
No, Susan was Brett's ex-wife. I oh can't remember God. his ex-wife. Is name. it Ashley? Is it Beatrice? Is it what? Uh, You're just throwing like, <laughs> so out random names. Anyways, yeah, I do like how she's because she's always like around and, and Brit's like, getting bored. Yeah. and she's bored. She's yeah. like, whatever. Okay, thank you. I was like, who is this person? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's Brit's wife. Which it makes sense. She's with yeah. Brit Junior. You okay. know who's not in this? Fucking the Wolf Corps. We we talked about that when you. Where were, is yeah. a Simon yeah. Wolfman? Yeah, the Wolf Corps aren't in this. The Actioneers, no power plex, no capes. Um, but. We're about to get into it because yeah. we're at the fight scene. There's a lot of characters in this. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of characters in this. Remember issue, um, it was 60, right, TJ? The in, Invincible, Invincible War? War? Yeah. The splash page of all those characters running, half of them are just image characters. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, now like there's enough. Dragon. Yeah, now yeah. there's enough to be all Invincible characters, and they're still missing some. Yeah. Like, Invincible Universe, the amount of characters in the Invincible Universe is huge. That is one thing that we can get into now or as we go on that I was a little, I don't know, not disappointed in, but my expectations were really high to see a lot more individual characters during the fighting. I think it can be explained away uh, that we aren't seeing some of these characters, is that this whole plan or operation seems really quickly put together. So maybe they didn't have time You're to right. go around and get yeah. everybody. You know what? That's a know? good point. So. They they went down and they went to the main secret hideout of the you know the resistance. Yeah. yeah. They didn't call up Wolf Corps. They didn't call up the Actioneers, and nobody likes capes. So yeah, who knows like, if Wolf Wolf Corps might be under robots' control? That's true. They might still like, be or they could them. be disbanded. We don't know. Yeah. It's been five we, years. We saw them uh, delivering goods in one of the Cody Walker issues, um, just like helping out. Oh yeah, out. yeah, you're right. But I think part of the reason why this operation how it was going to be successful was was to get it going like quickly so like that's they just, true they probably just got whoever they could and luckily they had all those extra filter mites with them too that so. probably is why they didn't like try much harder because they're like fuck we well, got an army let's, that's one let's go. reason why i feel like the fight ended as soon as it did i'm not saying it needed to be longer especially because as soon as the viltrumites you know the adult viltrumites actually start helping um it's over quick because they're, they're, I mean, is Robot outnumbered in this? He has an army of Ultramites. Every time we see the young ones, they're just specks in the background. Yeah. I just think, I felt like it, that was me being nitpicky about, like, what I was saying before, that there are certain things that I'm nitpicky, nitpicky about. Robot is so smart, and, like, that, that's what his whole character has always been about since, you know, ep, or issue two, you know, and, mm-hmm. and this has been so built up. That I was, I was expecting more of a fight from Robot. But at the it same time, so qu- he went down so quick. At the same time, though, is he, is he outnumbered? Does he know that he's lost this? I mean, because even like I think no, he I, does. I mean, like it's taken his face right away, and immediately was like, wait, 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 let me explain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might have been a mistake for him to actually be in the fight. Yeah. Like. In hindsight, yeah, like, oh, that man, was, I loved that. that. Was nice. I loved yeah. that. No, yeah, that's awesome it was cool. Too, I did like that. Um, can I just before you go on? Yeah, no, we're, gonna, I, we're gonna go back to that. Go ahead. Point something out here with that that Mark says. Okay, he says, remember not to hit them too hard. Impact causes Thank a you. sonic vibration that hurts us. And then it was never talked about again. Well, and no one got hurt. No, but I love the, the fact that it was even brought up. Yeah, he like could have just ignored that. Well, okay, but why don't you just fight him in space oh, where, where sound, sound doesn't carry? Oh my God. Like, Mark's the one that went to Earth. Like, because why would maybe maybe Robot would just not go up there and then be like, all right, they, they you were come up down there. Here. They were up there. 
Like, yeah. and then and then Mark was like, "You thought of everything," or you well, know, he was surrounded by the blockade at the time. I don't know if Mark stood a chance, did he? Maybe, maybe not. But I mean, anyway. you don't think that entire blockade is now on Earth, though? Well, that's what I mean. Well, now it is. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. But anyway, I don't know. Like taking the fight to Earth, where now they're the Sonic thing can is a factor. Mm-hmm. Even though. It, and it was not. In space, it wouldn't be a factor. Yeah. No, I get it. So. And it's only a factor to the Viltrumites, though. Right. Um, also in this page, I like the attention to detail that everybody is flying or being carried. You know, if they can't fly, yeah. they're being carried. Um, like even Best Tiger and mm-hmm. Chupacabra are, you know, on a platform that Eve has created. Um, and can we talk about D.A. Sinclair? And his power armor. His power loader. <laughs> his power loader, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he I can think... fight a queen alien any day. And we were wondering, like, are we are we going to see him again? Because he just, like, kind of, like, took off and we never really saw him. He was, well, one, he of was... The, he was one of the leaders in the revolution. Yeah, like, he, he was, was in the rebellion. Yeah. Yeah. He's a kind he of always in the He's also wearing a suit. So, like, That's apparently true. he's following Tuxedo, so is, uh, so is uh, Bulletproof, I think. Uh, and, oh, yeah. And this, right. uh, this panel of all the robots. One thing that I personally am not a huge fan of is the new uh, copper colored uh robot mask where it's just the solid line mouth i really like the old style that has like the skull oh the skull yeah the skull mouth. i was thinking it looked oh, yeah. different and they're, and they're, oh there's one and they're there's mixed one in right there yeah they're actually mixed in it's like a where's waldo i love it so there's all the different generations and different versions we've got like the tank buster or the mm. thrag buster you know kind of size in there i'm mad that brit didn't say anything about being carried that way yeah, I was. I wanted <laughs> I was so badly for, for there to be like a jump back to that. Like arm pitting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he does just throw Brit like I love. Of course, use him <laughs> as a weapon. Yeah. That's all Brit does. <laughs> like Mark's carrying him into battle, and then the Viltrumites, the the bigger ones, show up, and he looks behind him, and he just throws Brit into the fucking army of yep. of robots. Because which is awesome. Because the adult Viltrumites show up, and we got General Craig immediately attack Mark, and I love how Mark is like immediately yeah, like he's not taking any shit. Yeah. He just he says grabs like, him and says like, you know, play along. <laughs> just play along. Act like you're you're fighting me, but you know I, I I'm will... gonna get your children back. Like, you know. Yep. Yeah, and there's bulletproof in his suit. Yeah. <laughs> we get to the splash page, and I realize that like Otley's okay at what he does. You know what I mean? Like, just okay. He's all right. <laughs> oh my god. Not yeah. a lot going on. I feel like he could have done a, just a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, if someone were to give me this page, I'd, I'd take it, I guess, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, he's, he's talented, isn't he? My goodness. Uh, I would love to own this page. This page is yeah. insane. Mm-hmm. It has, like, obviously, uh, like, like we've been saying, it has all the characters on it, um... Tech yeah. jacket in the corner is awesome. Tech jacket is awesome. Yeah. This is one of those pages that the longer the Vult- you look at it, all the Voltramites Vult- flying like in unison down one way and down the other way. Like, yeah. Uh, it's so, oh it's so put together. Do you yeah. see uh, yeah. Pegasus throwing um, oh, yeah. uh, Libruiser? Look in the bottom, in the bottom left. Yep. Can you see fucking Immortals kids like smiling? It looks like one of them is <laughs> like, like, yeah, having yeah, a great they're, time. Yeah. Like they're doing the, the, the conga or something like that down there. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's Outrun, Monax, and Monster Girl fighting. there's a lot in here. Mm -hmm. Eve looks so badass in this, too. Eve is badass. I don't care, like... Nobody's arguing with you. Such a strong female (laughs) character, and I, and I, I... I think we've talked about that a lot before, like, her and Amanda are both, like, really... Well rounded, even when they're not doing super powered things, like you know Rob and I talked about first. Like she's so level headed and everything, but yeah, yeah, she's she's an awesome character. 
uh, Monax calling back their uh, previous discussion. You know, I'm I'm sorry, I was right about him uh, to Amanda. Uh, mm-hmm. Outrun gets knocked out um, in what could have been a death. A death, maybe, yeah. But I mean, uh, it's just a clothesline. I don't think it's a death. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, I feel like it would have showed, you know, others reacting. So do you want to talk about that? Well, let's get through it first. Okay. Because... All right. So uh, another awesome perspective or, uh, you know, whatever, Craig flying off the panel. He's actually touching, like, three different panels here. Um, uh, then what was it? Oh, yeah, Tech Jacket and Eve... Uh, get sent on their own little mission to go find the kids. And here's one interesting thing. They open up a door, and there's all the reanimin mm-hmm. standing there. So awesome. When that op- door opened up and there were reanimin in there, it's like, that's fucking awesome. Oh, so good. Really cool. Except it's you don't so see... Good. Except you, I wanted you don't to see any fight. Them. Yeah. They're just there. Yeah. Again, like, they Which have to... Which means Cecil. Uh, there's a, they have to get through I know they had to get, to get to where they gotta go to, at the end of the story. Because, but. honestly, if if they would have just flown straight through, we would have been like, how come they didn't see any reanimin? At least we saw some. Or they, any they sort showed of it. resistance, yeah. yeah. Which, I don't know. Could you imagine seeing Tech Jacket morph into a bunch of different fucking weapons and just, like, annihilating all them, though? Like, just two panels of it being fucking cool, as opposed... I mean, Eve saying, well, that means we're getting close, so, you know, but... But, I mean, did they have to fight to get through them? Because we don't see them again. No. Like, that's the last we we see. Maybe they get shut down after... Yeah, maybe D.A. Sinclair has a, you know... Or maybe they fall apart, too, at the end. I don't know. Uh, Ursul helping out Mark. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think she, she's she got to play, like, a, a bigger part. Or she's going to continue to play a, a, a big part like, as the series ends. Like, I, I disagree. Just don't I don't know what, though. Well, you think she's done? Like, no, you I don't, think no, I don't think she's done. Part? But I think that, I think that the role that she's going to play is going to be as big as, like, this issue. Like, But I think they're setting just, her up for something. I Like, I said this on a previous episode. I think that she, she's going to be, like, the general in... And Invincible's army. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what we've talked about. To me, that's yeah. a big deal. That qualifies. Yeah, I like yeah. that. <laughs> and now, other than splash pages, possibly my favorite page, just because I love Monster Girl, and I love this angle of her reaching her hand up, uh, Monax and everything like that, uh, Rex just taking over her again, just like the, uh, the issue during the... Um, when Rex was killing everybody. And Rex mm-hmm. just being like, why do you still fight me? You know, after everything we've been through, can't you admit you understand me? So this whole fight scene with Monster Girl and Rex was one of the things I wanted most to happen. You know, a confrontation between these two. Yeah. Now, did you think she was going to die? Because I sure shit yeah, did. I did. I, I, yeah, no, I, I actually didn't. Because, I, really? No, every because page we, I was nervous. I was yeah. like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. okay. She's still alive. Oh, God. Oh, no. And she's still alive. I just didn't think they would kill her again. Have him kill her again. You know? Because we've seen that. You well, and I like that the fact that he brought up the fact that hey, you know, don't make me do this. I I, I couldn't stand it last time. Um, what does he say? I regretted that, it. But I've regretted it. I, I didn't think she really. was gonna die until he said that though. When right. he brought up the last time I tried to kill you, yeah, they're already doing that callback. So they they took care of that part to where he it's could like kill were, her for real this time. They were yeah. readying you for that, but yeah, no, you're right. But you know. I'm glad she's not dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, what, yeah, I, so I mean, what... Sorry. No, go ahead. Well, I think, like like Ryan was saying, like he was waiting for Amanda to play a part in this. And I think that's 
If she didn't, because she did, she didn't play like any sort if of. She was just in the background. Like, yeah, like that would have been a cop out, or it would have been. I, it would have been a satisfying, obviously, because obviously Amanda is such an important character to Rex. So yeah. if she didn't factor in the outcome importantly. Yeah, and like in she, a way she did. I mean, she is. I don't oh, know totally. if it's. I don't know she, if it's intentional, that, but she basically calls him out. Yeah, she's yeah. the one that she's pushing his buttons. You know, saying looking you know, for him. Yeah. yeah, Amanda, I've always loved you. She's like, you don't even know what love is. And then you could tell, like, it's almost like the his sea. His arms are out. Yeah, it's like, almost like the sea is parted, and he's, he's standing watching. There saying, he's like watching the end of her, and you can, you know, tell by his body language he's and that's emotional. What, and that's what gives it away. Exactly. That's so good. I love that. So when? No, oh, well, I'll I'll wait. <laughs> but I mean, to me, like that was probably part of the plan. Maybe like her role in this was to like, okay, you know Rex best. Right. You know, mm-hmm. she flushed him out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she immediately screams, he's in this one. Look, he's in this one. Invincible <laughs> comes and grabs him and takes off. <laughs> after, and that after, right there. After Rex is like, shit, shit, shit. <laughs> yeah. Re- that right there, I thought, whether I was right or wrong, uh, that robot was going to die. When I was so convinced before this, I think we all were, that mm-hmm. Rex is definitely going to make it out of this alive. Like, I yeah. think we all agreed on that. Um, but well, when well, when they had the confrontation between him and Monster Girl, and Monster Girl didn't die, I would ex- I would have expected that to happen after the resolution if Robot was going to live. So when when that that confrontation ended and Invincible went off, I was like, oh shit, fucking! I think Robot's gonna yeah perish. So uh, Mark takes him up into the atmosphere, uh, far enough away that his drones. Uh, are out of range from his because he's controlling every single one of those drones with his mind yes like he he's that smart where he can split his conscious like we know that he could play were, a video game and then talk were the drones not active when he was next to the sun probably again not it's probably just nitpicking yeah he could probably just program it maybe too, he just programmed to, yeah. them there what he wasn't expecting to go out of the to be, orbit, yeah, right. So that's just what I th- what I thought. I was like, yeah. So is it assumed that it's kind of a um, phantom menace thing here? You know, where he got him out of orbit and all the drones just fall down, or did they just clean up and, fin- and you know the Viltrumites and everybody just killed the rest of them? No, they fell down. Look, the big ones knocked out. Like all of them, see how they're all laying on the ground. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm asking. So yeah, right. Like they weren't defeated. It was just there's no one to control them anymore. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. Um. So yeah, here we go. I love this. Is this the best part of the issue? This speech, this no. conversation. No, you Tara, don't think so? Tara punching God. little Brit was the best part of the entire issue. No, I'm sorry, yeah. my favorite part of the face. issue hasn't happened yet. But okay. I mean, it's the most unpredictable part of the yes, issue. Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. I love this, and it didn't hit me the first time I read it. But they get up into space, and it's just this peaceful moment where they, you know. They talk about it, and Rex just says it's beautiful out here. And Mark's like, you know, are you going to talk about this? And he's like, come on, I deserve at least that. Hear me out. And Rex says they can never know peace like this. You can't. No one can. Because it doesn't exist without emptiness. You know, he goes on to talk about how the only reason why he was able to get the Earth close to, as close as he could to peace, is because he's empty inside. Yeah. You know, and he's, you know, saying space is empty, but it's also peaceful in a yeah. sense it's a it's a metaphor mm. yes for he's using space as a metaphor for why he's the way he is and what's or just it? why he's the one who is able to achieve 
Yes, yes, that's this. better. Like, yeah, he's the only one. That he's the only one that could do it yeah. because he is so empty. He's able yeah. to do so much peace, or you know, bring about so much peace because he is so empty. Right. And I love that. That's I don't know. There's something about that yeah. that's just really good. And I, poetic. We've always talked about how, and we're gonna get into it right here. You know, because Robot said that, um, you know. You are your father's son, you know, you want to try, you're trying to figure out, I see you racking your brain, you're trying to figure out how you can save the good part of me um, without killing me, you know, how, how you can, you know, get rid of the evil side but keep the good side, and, you know, Mark said he finally, he, he figured out a way. Um, I just thought he killed him. You thought he just killed him? Yeah, I just thought he... Well, I didn't know, I mean, I, at this point him. I still didn't know what he was thinking. You know, even after he threw a punch through his chest. Well, right there, I assumed I'm like, okay, so he he decided to kill. I him? knew he was gonna do that. Yeah. Because he had that whole Mark look on his face, like I'm gonna surprise punch you through the chest right now, bitch, and then he did it. But you still, it, it is robots, so you never know what surprise he might have on mm-hmm. the sleeve too. At the same time, mm-hmm. like that could just be a suit filled with ketchup. Right, but it's still because I don't know. I mean. Robot is pretty helpless here, right? Yeah. He's just basically relying he's on his ability to he's... talk out of it. Yeah. yeah. And that's not a, a position we usually see him in. Mm-hmm. It, it did feel a little weird, didn't it? Like, even like how the scene started with him just saying, it's beautiful out here. Like, it felt like he was coming to terms with... Yes, yes yeah. I think from the beginning. completely he... out of his element, like, he's like, oh, wow, I'm going to fucking die here. Yeah. I might as well yeah. talk like a real person, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that, so, okay, so Invincible's talking to him and he says, you know, um, a robot says, basically, I can see you thinking about, like, you know, how you can have your cake and eat it too. Like, you know that I've done good, but you don't, you know, you're trying to figure out how you can Mm -hmm. have both. And when Invincible says, yes, I am, and I figured it out, and then punched through his chest... I stopped reading because I, I would read it on break and I had to go back to work. <laughs> no way! So, and I'm, 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 I'm kind of glad that I did because I got to kind of resonate on what I really thought was going to happen after this. Mm-hmm. Um, so what did you think was going to happen? I thought Here's that you know. Mark's plan was to make a martyr of Robot. Earth never, like, didn't... Earth didn't have a problem with Robot. Like, yeah. obviously the Viltrumites did when, when he took their kids. But other than that, like... Why not make a martyr of uh, of robot and say that you know look how invincible tell Earth look how much he's done for Earth we have to keep this going mm-hmm. you know what I mean but obviously robot was getting a little out of hand and couldn't continue um, but I thought he was going to use him as a martyr in order to get Earth to continue what he started yeah that's interesting but then Earth wouldn't have However, continued on in peace guaranteed you know it's just yeah, saying like guaranteed. hey we should all do this in honor of him but mm-hmm. you know. So then we get the page, the page, the page, the page that finally <laughs> issue fifty four brings it back. Yeah, I did think of Ryan when I read God, that. I'm so happy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it it has been a long time coming, but what I didn't what I didn't understand until the very last page was if Mark knew what the outcome was of him putting Immortal in charge would just end with him being a tyrannical leader that's crazy. Why would he do it? Somebody else wrote in. Uh, see if I could find do it. Do you remember quick. that, Rob? 
Remember how he was sent back to, or he was sent Dennis to the future Dan yeah. to kill Immortal because right. he yeah. was like tyrannical and evil and stuff. Yeah. Dan Gibbons wrote in asking us about this, and then someone else wrote an email. We'll get to later on, but they basically asked, um, you know, why would why would Mark do this, knowing where it's going to go? It's you know? well, it's because robot is the robot's brain is the difference. Yeah. Well, maybe. And, and no, it is the difference. Look, he's no, like, no, so, I know. So, Immortal said, I... Oh, you think he changed the future here? Yeah, he did. Well, because he says, I thought you might say Thank that. you, yes. He but said, I, I see help. Yeah, I see your logic, yeah. I can't argue with it, but Mark, I just don't know if I'm up to the task, meaning that, hey, Mark, no I'm eventually going to go fucking crazy. crazy. And then Mark says, yeah, I thought you might say that, because I fucking know that you're going to go crazy, and here's what's going to help you, a little brain in a jar. <laughs> I didn't even think that. That's, That's what it is. It's not it's even like a thought. It's, it's what it is. Yeah. No, I, I I get it. And I don't I agree like time with you. travel changing. I don't but that's, like it. But that's my thing, TJ. Is so I, now, where did Invincible go? In, in the well, past? exactly. Like, where did it in go? My, in We're going to find out. No, I don't think we will. In my mind, oh, yeah. w- the way I read that is that is how the world stayed a peaceful place all the way up until the moment in which Immortal started to go crazy and Mark came and killed him. And then that's it like we know that there's going to be thousands of years of peace and then king of morals is going to go there's crazy there's not thousands of years of peace it was future like there was flying cars and everything like that yeah but it was still like he he was tyrannical for a while it wasn't oh, yeah, he, yeah yeah probably to tj's point though like we this is how it could have always gone down like maybe that's why things are messed up in the future because robot's brain is a factor like we don't know yeah like that's the thing like that's how you can argue it away it's like he might Mark thinks he's changing it but yeah, actually but he's, he's really just fulfilling it yeah yeah so here's here's another point okay so mark thinks that he's changing he's like ah, i outsmarted it because right. we have robots remember how we fucking talked about how it looked like the robot drones looked like yes. fucking robot yes there's and i went back and looked at it and they kind of do especially the arms the arms have the circles on the shoulders yeah, and the they elbows. look like robot drones exact design yeah yeah so there you go that so that maybe that shows you that mark thought that he was changing okay the future, i but like made that it full circle. i like that mark thinks he's changing it but i don't like the fact it's that just he's changing the future it. it's yeah. just self-fulfilling prophecy i think it has like to, Oedipus yeah. the king like there is no changing like if you know if you have knowledge of the future you still can't change it. Yeah, it's Oedipus, what, Oedipus the King. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, he knew I that he was, was a fancy. Well, uh, he knew he was gonna. Sleep, what's what's sleep the story? He knew that he was gonna sleep with his mother. So when trying not to, he eventually he slept with his mother. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. That's except Oedipus, it's a brain yeah. in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> um, which uh, Mitch Crescent wrote us on Twitter and said he loved this issue overall, but really disliked the end for Robot. It's he starts the series in a test tube and ends in one. That's why it's great. I had thought he would rather die at that point. But my biggest question is still. Uh, where Mark will settle eventually. Um, you know what, Mitch? I actually didn't make that connection the first time I read it. That I did. He, that he's back Mark in a jar. I did. Yeah, I, he, I mean, he it's had even a body the, it's at even least, the though, same. Right? Yeah. He did yeah. have a body. But he's, it's, it even looks the same. The green water, that mm-hmm. tube. I love that. I actually yeah. felt bad. I felt, and you're supposed to. And that's to. probably what Mitch is saying. Like, it yeah. sucks. And, and do, you think, do you think Robot is okay with this? He says, yeah, he says he's okay with it. Robot says, yeah. I, I used to fear what I might do in the name of logic. Truth is, I think things are better this way. Yeah. Things are better f- for everyone, yeah. but for Robot, are they better? Yeah. Like, he might have opinions on that. But logically speaking, he's mm-hmm. saying, like, yeah, for the world, this is probably the best way to go about mm-hmm. it. Wouldn't Take it, me out of the equation. Wouldn't it be crazy if Immortal going crazy was actually because of Robot, like he was slowly doing it. Yeah. And then, because something after he was killing Robot, I was just about to say that. I have something. He's always working towards it. Ryan has I, something I to say. Something to share with you guys. 
Uh, look at this page right here. This is a page from issue 54. After he kill, Mark kills King Immortal, Mark says, he wasn't bad, not always. He was a good man. He had good intentions. He cared about people. He just, I think he lived too long. He grew detached. He lost his connection to the human race. He lived for so long that he lost his humanity. It's sad. Yeah. What does that sound like? Well, it sounds like Robot's predicament now. Yes. Like he's he lived for so long in that other dimension. Yep. He lost his humanity. Oh yeah. It's literally the same. like he's yeah. just a it's brain now. Like he lost thing. his body. Wow. But when he was in the Flaxon dimension and lived for thousands of years or a thousand years. Was yeah. it that was long? It was. It was a really long time. I want to say eight hundred. Seven hundred. Seven hundred. Yeah, it was seven. It was, it was like seven hundred years. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. So seven hundred something. Ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Right, because that's how Monster Girl was able to grow up, right? Like, that's how... Yeah. 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 They both were. How they both... Well, they aged slower right. in that dimension. Yes. And then, yeah, because Rex and, was a kid, too. And, they, right. and they came back. And yeah, they came, came back, back because, okay. in, like, their 20s or whatever. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So, but... I love but that wait, connection. But wait. The there... issue is not over yet. Nope. <laughs> All right. So, Eve, oh my gosh! So Eve oh, walking him with through, Eve. Uh. Eve walking him through the crowd. Yeah, you know what's coming. And the look on her face, the, the tear. dread, the, the tear. This is Anissa's son, Marky. And boom. Yeah, there he is. Is my mommy really dead, Mom? Yes, I'm really dead. And I'm your father. Ooh. Would you like to know how it happened? So, uh. so, I mean, okay. Like, yeah, I mean, it tugs at the heartstrings, and it, it is heart-wrenching to a degree. Um, we don't get to see, sort of, we'll never get to see Mark confront Anissa. No. So, I mean, obviously she's... Which I, I didn't like done. that either. I didn't like that either. But I'm, I'm okay with it, it, because we got the resolution with his dad. That was one of the best scenes. But be, that I'm so glad that happened before Nolan died, is, you know, Nolan saying to him, like, you know, it's okay. I know what she did to you. Yeah. You know, she didn't know. She's a better person now. Mark couldn't really ever forgive Anissa. Right. And I, we don't have to see that. I actually love that. We, we already know how it would have ended. The tragicness yeah. of it. I love that for the story. We would have known how it would have ended. He has to get to know Marky now when Anissa's, Anissa's not around. Like, I, I, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there is the appeal in that, in that way they're going about it. But as far as you know, seeing because they didn't they didn't they bump into each other like on a Viltrumite ship once. Yes, like, after and then she yeah. went in there Eve to talk to him about this. She right. went yeah, yeah she went in there to talk to him and Eve and then and then Nolan broke it up. Right. Remember, so I yeah. mean we got that much, but we never really got to see yeah. that conversation. But which is an interesting flip because actually Eve is the one who got the closure that Mark. You're right. Should have gotten. Yeah. Anissa had that yeah, conversation never, with Eve. He never got to hear Anissa say apologize or, right. or anything mm-hmm. like that. Right. So, and he of all people. But again, I feel like we know we can imagine how that scene would have happened, and hearing it from his dad, and knowing that Mark would have struggled with that, and you know, just knowing that his dad said she's a different person now. You know, that's how the old ways used to be. You know, don't. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, no. And, and just, maybe just, the free, maybe, as a fan, like as a reader, like I, yeah. I wanted to see that. Yeah. But like, no, it's it's totally cool, like how it, it, it did play out. You know that she, you know, died, and oh, by the way, here's the son you have from that. Yeah, <laughs> from that's that, crazy. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, this is gonna be interesting to see. You know, Mark and and Marky, mm-hmm. sort of like how they connect. 
mm-hmm. how Marky connects with all of them. Yeah. You know, what is what is how does Eve react? How does Terra react? Yeah. And that's what the final two issues are going to be. Yeah, the next so. one is absolutely just going to be all this story. Him maybe playing ball with them. Like I can imagine it going that far. Like him playing catch slowing with his it son. down a little bit. Yeah, and then the I last think the issue of this series is kind of done. It is absolutely done. The, you mean the conf- like the major yeah, the conflict, conflict is over? Mm-hmm. So uh, I want to jump into some emails now before we uh, wrap up. When you know with predictions and all that kind of stuff, because these issues, you know, these emails have to do with this issue. Uh, first up, we've got Mike Barrett. He wrote it and said, Invincible Podcast Crew. Great issue, right? Awesome action and the expected death, quotes, of Rex made for a nice, complete one-of-one story. But in a comic series where the mistakes of our heroes seem to come back to haunt them, was Mark keeping Rex's brain alive a mistake? Do you think we have seen the last of Rex? Will we see some undiscovered robots attack our heroes in the coming issue? What about Rex's moon base? Are the darkest corners of his base filled with robot droids? Wait, what if the entire moon base unfolded into a giant robot and attacked Earth for the last battle? Crazy prediction, I know. What are your predictions? Love Mike B. My predictions are are immortal, goes crazy a thousand years in the future because robot has been like that makes so much sense yeah. to me. That's that's what it is. And they well they talked about I, it in here where they cut off all of his connection to the outside. He can't yeah, control. Yeah, I think that's any the big robots. thing right there is that they made a point to say he can't control anything outside of this because otherwise mm-hmm. I 100% agree with Mike like he totally could have started building them away in, the, in part of the moon base and like started mm-hmm. like building an army in secret or something this like that this series doesn't end that was a huge mistake because he's definitely building towards something but the series is ending exactly. so yeah exactly was, if the series wasn't yeah, ending yes that was definitely something that was that would have come happened. back I sure. think I agree. Like, we have we have to get to this part like you can't just have you can't just gloss over Marky. You know what I mean? Like he's he's the product of like a horrible event in Mark's life. So it's like it's going to be very interesting to see how that all unfolds. Mm-hmm. All right, we've got another email from Xavier. Remember, you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail Xavier says, "Guys, guys, this issue. I tweeted that it's the best single issue of any comic I've ever read, and I keep going back through the digital pages and reveling in it. Some of his bullet points was Rex turning, using the kids uh, to turn against the Vulturemites, uh, Ursul's thoughts on forgiveness and willingness to help, uh, Immortal and Duplicate's kids already trained and ready to fight, Tech Jacket, uh, Tara and Britt Jr.'s interaction, all the group shots and splash pages, and he says that Ryan, Mark, and Nathan really killed it." Uh, Monax and Amanda interacting with Rex and him pointing, you know, her being the one to point out Rex in the end. Uh, the momentary chat in space before the signi- signature Viltrumite arm through the chest move. Uh, he also liked Invincible asking Immortal to watch over the planet. He's excited about the issue 54. Um, props to Kirkman's writing on that one. And uh, he mentions the Twitter poll that I sent out. So uh, I, I asked everybody the day before the issue came out, do you think Rex will survive this issue and it was almost 50 50 on the poll like people were really split on whether or not they thought he was going to live or die 100 percent of them were everybody right. was right and everybody was wrong <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and last but definitely not least uh xavier continues uh mark meeting marky and the look on his face when he sees him and then marky asking if anissa is actually dead i love and hate these cliffhangers on one note i want them to draw out draw out the next couple issues forever and on the other i want to read them tomorrow 
As always, guys, I'm glad that there are people like you out there to appreciate this comic as much as I do, and I'm glad you guys took the initiative to do this podcast and bring the Invincible community a bit more together. It's always awesome hearing you guys read our messages, comments, tweets, emails, and even like listening to your fan chats. Hearing how other people got into Invincible is always enjoyable. Love, Xavier Charles Perez. His name is Xavier Charles. How awesome is that? <laughs> um, all right. TJ, do you want... Yeah, I got a couple on Facebook. Uh, James Kelly. The Jim Kelly from the Buffalo Bills? I hope not. <laughs> um, he says, Hey, Invincible Podcast. Love this issue. I love Robot. He has been my favorite character throughout the series. And it's been amazing watching him go down the path he's taken. In some ways, I would have loved to have seen this stretched out for a few more issues. I really dug this issue. It really is perfect that Monster Girl is the one who is able to identify and bring down Robot. Also love Robot's typical sociopathic lines, as well as being able to manipulate the Viltrumites and even Mark momentarily. It is fantastic that everything about the future issue is set up, while leaving open the possibility that with Robot's brain, that dystopia can be avoided. Interesting. Keep on being amazing, love James. Cool. Uh, And kind of talking about that some more, issue 54, we got an email from Samuel Salinas. Uh, Salinas? Yeah. Hello, guys. Sam here, longtime listener, first-time writer. I just read Invincible 142 and can't help but feel that everything was a little rushed. I still enjoyed most of what happened and the resolution with Robot and everything. If you don't mind, I want to bring you guys back to issue 54, and let me tell you why. I have a weekly podcast here in Monterrey, Mexico, called Los Nonos Comunes. Sorry, if I butchered that, but it's Spanish for the Ordinary Geeks, and where we talk about a bunch of stuff geek-related, and one of the things I did was introduce my friend and co-host to Invincible. He's been reading Compendiums 1 and 2, and I've been rereading along with him to talk about them on the podcast. While I was rereading 54, knowing what I know now, my mind was blown with Mark's trip to the future where Immortal is king. I don't know if you guys have talked about this. If you have, I apologize for not paying enough attention. So much. (laughs) (laughs) But man, Immortal lays out some crazy stuff. First, Immortal says Mark looks smaller than we first saw them, asking if he's still sick and that they thought they'd found a cure. Is he talking about the scourge virus? I'm assuming yes. I think, yeah, that, I think I, so. I think that he has a version of Alzheimer's where he yes. where he kind of doesn't remember. They talk about it in the, uh, yeah, okay. like we. That, that, I think that's a lot of this, Bill. I think you're right. Like uh, what Sam goes on to say, he also says uh, that when he saw him last, he took his pa- family and left. Was that when the first time he left, or is he going to leave again? Do you think? Um, he also mentions he doesn't remember Kate, but remembers something about Eve, and he says, "Is that that redhead?" And he also um, regrets leaving, allowing Mark to leave him in charge of Earth and blames it all on Mark suggesting he should have done something as leader of the Empire. I don't know, guys. Rereading 54 a few weeks back gave me chills, and knowing uh, one for f- and now reading 142 just makes me appreciate Kirkman's writing even more. Another thing that I think is yet resolved is the weird spaghetti monster that triggers the reboot arc. Here's my theory. Knowing uh, that all the remnants of Robot and his brain are being the smart and sneaky son of a bitch he is, what if he evolves from one small brain to a weird spaghetti monster or kind of hive mind? <sighs> Uh, sorry if this went on for too long uh, and didn't talk about 142, but I needed to let it, this out somewhere. Keep up the good work, guys, Samuel. Um, so first off, yes, all the things that he says, I think he's confused. Like, he doesn't even remember Kate. Mm-hmm. He married Kate. Yeah. But he remembers that Mark was sick. You left Earth at one point. He's confused. Yeah, he's yeah, confused. Yeah, I mean, he's lived too long. Yeah. And his brain is All just... his memories just... I mean, imagine that. Imagine having right. all that knowledge. How? I... 
Like, could you imagine? He probably doesn't even remember being Abraham Lincoln at that point, right? No, definitely not. Or right? he remembers who Abe Lincoln is, and maybe that he like was like, him, what, what maybe knew not. him, or something or he, like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that that was handled very well because of his confusion. Wouldn't I it? mean Kirkman had a way to kind of wiggle out of some of those things if he wanted to? Like, Mark doesn't have to leave Earth necessarily right now. I still think he might, but he will. Even with if the, he, but even if he doesn't. Plan. Immortal can remember the moment, the time he left, and not yeah. remember him coming back. Because obviously, he, maybe he didn't. You know, um, as far as the spaghetti monster thing, Bill, you like that idea? I think that's a cool idea. It's, I don't think it's right. Yeah, I think that's. It's I don't think it's right, far. I, yeah, I think I it's pretty far fetched, but it's a really cool idea. It's a cool theory. But I think that robot had a major part in manipulating Immortal. But wouldn't it be cool? Because this is this. So one forty two was was part ten of twelve. So there's one more issue that we feel like is going to be like the wrap up. Wouldn't it be hilarious if issue twelve was just issue fifty four released? Because that's the last <laughs> that's the last thing that happened. They just re released issue fifty four. <laughs> I think that issue one forty three will probably end with some kind of callback to the spaghetti monster. I'm starting to think we might not see it again. And it no, was just I a plot. I am too. I don't think so. I, I you don't think I, what? I don't think we're gonna see the spaghetti monster again. Like I had a theory myself like that um Tara was going to be important in that like yeah so she was I. the reason that Mark decided to say no to the spaghetti doom monster. to doom the right, universe right. Yeah. which is and not doomed so, so I far. thought that you know she would be a factor in something else very big later on and that decision for him to doom so many other people was going to end up you know yeah there's no uh there's no resolution to that decision so yeah. far. So, so, I mean, so I feel like there has to be. I think I think if anything, there needs to be at least something. Even if it's an emotional conversation between him and Eve saying, look how far we've come. I even had a chance to like go back and change everything, and I chose not to, and I'm so glad I didn't. They're going to, uh, they're going to, they have to call back somehow. I think they're going to. Yeah, I don't know. Why wouldn't Mark... Because that thing's on that planet, right? Like, it was in that big cave. Yeah, but then again, it was also in the, the bedroom. Yeah, too, it could, bedroom. It, it's, it's omnipotent. I guess it could yeah. be anywhere, or omnipresent. It's kind of like a watcher. But why right? can't why can't Mark... Why can't it end with Mark going back, and it being like a couple pages of just him flying, and you're like, I wonder where he's going, and then he goes he and goes like seeks, out, seeks it out and says, what did you mean? Like, I look at all these this peace, like the Viltrumites are peaceful, Earth is peaceful, like, what do you mean? And then it says something super and then, ominous, and then, like, and then, just wait, and, and then it ends. And then, and, and, then, <laughs> and then Robert Kirkman steps through the light, and he's like, it's over. He just ends He's, he's like, guys, <laughs> he's guys, it's, to it's the over. Comic. <laughs> the lights. Yeah. Robert Kirkman turns off the lights. Um... I, I mean, I wouldn't hate that if, if the spaghetti monster does, in some fashion, make an appearance, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't think it has to. I feel like... But it's sad. If like you choose needs, to, yes. you're gonna, like... It's kind of like the space racer thing. Like, I want to know major consequences. what happened. Yeah. You can kind of say, oh, yeah, maybe... Space what racer? are the major consequences that Invincible is going to endure because he chose not yeah, to Yeah, space racer getting away from Thrag is a little less important than, You're right. You're than right. the other consequence of... Mark did what the spaghetti monster said is going to fucking ruin everything. Doom us all or whatever. And where is that? There's absolutely going to... I still... I stand by it. A part of... But, okay, when Kirkman wrote that, like... He didn't decide Invincible was. Ending. I thought. I thought. Didn't we right. ask Otley this, and he said that he did, uh, or no? Am I thinking no. of something else? During during reboot, yeah. we didn't know if the series was ending during reboot. I think he that was. He, but did Kirkman know? Like that's the, what I'm saying. I don't he know announced if he knew. it in the issue right after reboot ended. 
It was a couple issues into at least or Cody Walker's run, I believe. Yeah, well, well yeah. No, so you're it was right, right, it, it was a little bit into it. The podcast at one twenty seven. Yeah, so, so it was a little into it. Maybe it was that so, had already been written, but he obviously had decided before he announced it. He didn't just knew. decide and announce it right I away. I so, know, but that's a major no, I know uh, thing that Kirkman would not just leave open. Yeah, I think it's ambiguous enough that it's because we don't know anything about that creature. Like I don't know if. The then tell us Diesel, that it, that creature lies, or like tell us something. Like it's still an open ending. Or that creature you know I mean? had another agenda. Yeah. That wasn't like to maybe save everyone. Just, maybe, maybe it just meant doom us all, as in that species. Yeah, maybe. May, yeah, that could be it. Um, I've got an email from Devin Barry. He says, "Hey guys, it's your pal Devin here with some thoughts on the new issue. Overall, I thought it was a great issue. I, it closed the book on one of the biggest conflicts in the series, and I'm actually quite pleased with how they did it." What they did with Robot brings his character back to the origin of the series. Him just being a brain without a body is the perfect position for him. When Robot can act his own will is when his methods get questionable. I thought they what they did with him was awesome. That's not the best part of the issue, though. King motherfucking Immortal. Yes. They're finally setting up King Immortal from the infamous issue 54, and I'm so happy. <laughs> I have one major issue with this, though. After the things that happen with Robot, Mark explains to Moro that Robot is incapable of executing his own orders and that there's just he's just there to help out. Mark tells Moro that he can't think of anyone better to take up the mantle uh, of being in charge than him. Isn't that kind of weird? Mark knows exactly the outcome of what Immortal leading looks like. Don't you think he would want to prevent that if he could? I love hearing you guys' thoughts. Other than that, I was expecting... Uh, any, uh, I was expecting any characters to die, so that came to me as a surprise. Love the issue and can't wait to hear the new episode. Here's the two more issues. Love, Devin. So two things here. One, we did talk about that a couple times about, yeah. you know, you know whether or not well, we figured Mark it out. knew it. We so, figured yes. it out. He thought he was solving the problem with the brain, Potentially, but, then he, that's but our, then he created yeah. the problem. Uh, other than that, Devin brings up a point that we didn't get to talk about. Nobody died. Yeah. This is something that I also wanted to bring up in a... Uh, it was actually an email that I missed last um, last, week. last new issue oh, episode. New issue, yeah. Is uh, um, forget his name. I apologize. But yeah, Mark so, Silvey. Mark Silvey oh. uh, emailed us and asked us about a specific, a specific death of Eve. Eve. He he was saying, "What if Eve dies in the robot war?" He was saying he kind of hopes that she did to show kind of this entire series we've been battling back and forth of is mark good or is mark bad and that's one you know a premature death of adam eve would really bring that out and answer that question so he was hoping that eve would die to explore that possibility Mm -hmm. would he go bad if uh if eve yeah we've talked about that before and, and you know back when there was you know eight issues of the end of all things to go that oh maybe that would tip mark over the edge and then he'd be bad for a couple issues and then be good I think it's too late at this point. Rob shaking his. I don't. He wouldn't go bad because Terra exists. Okay. What if Terra and Marky didn't exist? Then and everyone there's died. a stronger possibility. For and Mark we've to seen go a bad. little bit of that because range. just because just because the robot war is the last big conflict that we think is happening does not mean that there's not something else that could that's happen. True. Oh yeah, no, I know. Right? There's two more issues, and do you guys remember what the cover of? The last issue looked like? Yeah, Mark looks Mark, pissed off. Mark looks pissed, and he was in... Did you see it? Yeah. Oh, he's he was wearing, he was wearing yeah, the yeah. Ultramite, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think we've seen the last death. Really? I don't know. See, the, here's the thing, and this isn't a complaint about this issue, but especially like when the end of all things was announced even the uh Invincible fans facebook page they're doing a death poll that you know we're yep. we're doing and what i mean we've got thrag 
Nolan. Uh, Nolan and Anissa. You know, three major characters, but there's not a lot of death in this so yeah. far otherwise. I like, just feel like Kirkman's got like a kicker coming. There's think two so? more issues left. I, I don't think, think I, it's just going to be two well, issues of wrap-up. You know what? I, I think, think it's mostly going to be that. But it, I think it's going to be two emotional issues, though. Because I think... I agree. I think... Okay, we're going to get into the Marky stuff, and maybe Mark has to sort of revisit, you know, this experience with Anissa um, in issue 143 coming up. Um, I also think, you know, at some point during these next two issues, I think we're going to see a lot of time jumps, like into the future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Debbie, his mom is going to age, and Mark really Eve isn't. Eve will also. Eve is all- so those are two deaths that they could potentially show in the book. And show what kind of impact that does have on Mark, because mm-hmm. um, he's you know obviously he's a Viltrumite. He doesn't age like like they do. So I think we're gonna like the last you know if it's the last issue or the last few pages of the last issue, we're gonna see sort of just Mark maybe with Marky and Tara or maybe not, but they're gonna sort of be not on Earth and sort of by themselves maybe I think. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be a cool, kind of a cool ending. Um, I have a, another. I'm sorry. No, go on. I have another uh, email from. We got we got a lot of emails and messages from you guys today. I mean, this is this was a huge issue, and yeah. it was love hearing from everybody. Unfortunately, we can't read all of them because there are that many. I mean, we've got through most of them actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if we don't read yours, yeah. we'll come back to it. Scott Bodenhammer says, "Great issue. In typical invincible fashion, it took." the two possible outcomes of that fight and gave it a middle ground I never would have thought of. Mark didn't kill Rex, but he took from him everything he wanted. Sorry. But he took everything from him he wanted at the beginning of the series. Rudy was essentially an immobile genius in the beginning, and through planning, he made himself a body and got what he wanted out of life. However, due to his plans, he ended up as a brain in a pod. It was also cool to see Immortal take his place as head of ha- head honcho of Earth's defenses. I can't believe we only have two issues to go. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan wrote us an email. Uh, one major thing that he mentioned was uh, uh, the Penvencipel section. Did you guys see what, what uh, Sean McAwitt said in the Penvencipel section? every single thing was about Battle Beast. Yep. Everything. <laughs> no, Battle Beast here, Battle Beast up here. Yep, and Sean McAwitt said, for all of you down with the Beast, I would just say 2018 will be a good year for you. Huh? What do you guys think that is? Well, because the last issue's in January, right? Mm. December. That's a good January. point. So... Is it a... Side. No, no, no. It's the last issue. You just think that it's because of the last issue. Yeah, that's yeah. that's how I read it. Because I actually read. Yeah, I guess that's being vague past. without saying. I mean, it's a good year because in January we get our oh, answer. So yeah, I, I don't know. I that makes me think that there's there a, might be something else. There's a new. We know that there's a new battle beast coming, and Kirkman even said that that's an answer that's going to be a, addressed or a question that's going to be answered. Um, what if it's a side story? What I if can't it's a, imagine I, him doing a comic. No, I don't think it would be Kirkman. It would be Kirkman doing the comic, if it is a comic at all. It yeah. might be maybe the first of the novels. What if Otley started writing a Battle Beast comic? I think the novel is a good, a, you know, a good idea, or maybe just an action figure. Oh, that's cool. Just disregard what I just said. What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you said what did not, I say? You said you just said what if Otley does it? You did just say I, you did. Okay, you? you're right. I did. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Bill, tell us what's going to be on next, in, next, uh, issue, next issue. The End of All Things, Part 11. This is the one where Mark Grayson learns he has a son he didn't know about. But the good news is, that son is awesome. Holy crap. One more issue after this until the end. We're as sad as you are. Mm-hmm. And the last issue is supposed to be double-sized? or With yeah, Corey no, Walker yeah. doing part of the art, okay. which and we're interested half, half half. to see if it's going to be like sporadic like throughout. Like, right. if, like if, if there are gonna be if there are time jumps like you talked about, yeah. is, I think he's is it going to be is it going to be like flash forward, flashback, flash forward, flashback, or if it's just going to be half and half? Mm-hmm. I think it'd be cool if it was staggered throughout. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I think it's going. The first half is going to be like the end of the story, and then halfway through we're going to see epilogue, and then the second half is going to be all super epilogue. The other artist, whether Double it's Corey epilogue. or or, or Otley. I think it's going to be Corey doing the the final. Yeah, I, I think it's he started it. He's going to finish. Yes, it. Yes, I agree. I think Corey's doing an epilogue. Yeah. And then as a super surprise, Jason Howard is going to draw the last page. And it's just going to be Wolfman. And it's going to be Wolfman just standing there like, "Hey, what I about fucking me?" Hope so. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. And then uh, I want Wolfman. And then Tony Moore is going to draw Brit because he drew Brit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I've got one more email to read. All right, I'll read it. Go ahead, Bill. This, this is-, is from Wyatt Bridges. Hey, guys, what an issue. I wasn't sure if we were going to get an all-out war like they've been teasing or if Robot and Mark would just talk it out. I'm glad we kind of got both of them. A lot of this issue really felt like vintage Invincible. I'm in the middle of re-reading the series before the end and listening to your new reader series <sighs> as I do so every time. And some of the scenes in the issue with all the heroes fighting along outside the Pentagon really felt like it came straight out of the issue, the first 30 or 40 issues. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've never seen building, we haven't seen like buildings being destroyed like around no, fighting. Not, I think that's why. Uh, I'm glad we got something like that before we get to say goodbye to the series. Also, that full page of Robot getting Vultramite punched through the chest was amazing. In a weird, twisted way, it almost seemed like a rite of passage for a Vultramite leader to punch an enemy through the torso. (laughs) I'm excited to see what the next two issues hold now that all of the threats, in quotes, are eliminated. I'm hoping we get two issues of emotional character moments that get everyone settled where they need to be for a happy-ish, again, in quotes, ending. Though, looking at the cover of 144, that may be a bit of wishful thinking on my part. Finally, I just want to say thank you for making the podcast. You guys do a great job, and I really enjoy listening. Love, Wyatt. <laughs> Thanks, Wyatt. Uh, yeah, and looking at the cover for the next one, Immortal is pretty prominent on it, too. Yeah. I would have thought that we just don't see any more of that story, but we're going to see more Immortal. We're going to hear more of Rex, maybe. It's going to be on Earth. I can't see it uh, not being on Earth. I don't know. It's interesting. Um... Anything else Invincible related? We got a few more minutes before we wrap up. No? Mm. Rob? I don't have anything. I don't know. Get me started. I have have something that's not necessarily Invincible related, but it kind of is. It's Kirkman related. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did anybody watch his new show? Yes. uh, In fact, uh, Luke wrote in another email if we were (laughs) if we were watching Robert Kirkman's secret show of uh, secret history of comics on AMC. I wanted to know our thoughts on Does it. Does he host it or something? Uh, so he... Did you watch... Did anybody watch I it? I watched it. Okay, did I you watch it? I watched the first episode. Did I didn't watch, watch the, the Wonder one? Woman one yet. Dude, I, I sat I down to, to watch the Wonder Woman one, and I was like, all right, let's get through Wonder no, Woman. No, the commercial Holy was awesome. Holy shit. 
Yeah. Wonder Woman is fucking the history behind that is insane. Really? Like the, the I won't do like yeah. the creator of Wonder Woman invented the lie detector test, and he's also kind of invented like sex bondage and like dominatrix stuff. Like it's fucking crazy. Well, he didn't invent it, but yeah, he was but into it. He made yeah, it mainstream. He, yeah. he was he was he was married and was secretly in a relationship with another woman but like they, the two women like they all live together the three of them live together and in, in, in the 20s that was a, it's unheard of now but in the 20s that's like fucking isn't this a movie awesome. called The Wonder Woman or Woman Wonder Women The Wonder, Wonder Woman the, yeah. it's I about remember him about and it's about it yeah nuts, though. But literally, like, the first both, episode was awesome too all the Jack Kirby stuff with Stanley yeah, like that's I, so interesting I and keep, you know a lot of that right Rob I didn't see the show, but I mean, are they you referring to like the the drama, the feud yes. between them? Okay. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's well known. Yeah. I wasn't interested in either of those topics, but it would—they were a, awesome. It's a really good show. It like it's show. well, I will yeah, say, well done. That the topics, I think, are gonna hurt the show because I don't know if people are going to like. I tuned in because of the name Robert Kirkman. If it wasn't Kirkman, I don't think I would have tuned tuned in. Um, and I also think that the fact that it's an hour long might hurt the show. I like that it was an hour long, but it I mean it's still documentary, you know. I I hope people tune in. One yeah. thing I, I say I will say about it though is that it's called Robert Kirkman's, you know, history of comics. But they're really just using his name because he was not even in the first two episodes at all. Oh no. Not at all. And and it aired after The Walking Dead, the first premiere. Yeah. You know, I mean like they're they're using his name, but that's they're making him a household name. Yeah. I'm I'm cool with it. It's just I I I mean in all the commercials and stuff it does show him giving a little bit of an excerpt of a speech. Yeah, but but he hasn't been in the first episode. Stupid then. Yeah, he's not in it at all. But but a lot of people are. It's just marketing. I mean, I I remember when. It is a lot of celebrities. That that comic book store show they had for a while. He was in that a lot. It's still going on. Yeah, dude, they would. He's in it every day. He, every or, single uh, every, time, I didn't remember him every doing episode. it that much. Every every ten minutes, it would do a sh- it would do essentially a, a scene of a the comic of shop, and then podcast. it would be them in the podcast, and then and then yeah. him talking about specific. He's literally in every episode. <laughs> <laughs> then, my point is, it's such a good show too. I love that show. Yeah. I, I've seen every episode. Is it still going on? Yeah, that's good. That's is it really. Yeah, that started like wow. it's so good. That started with the beginning of Walking Dead. I thought like it around the same time, and it only airs. it only airs with Walking Dead. Oh, oh, mm. uh, <laughs> fucking, fucking. Well, so interesting. Uh, did you guys uh, speaking of TV show shows? Did you guys watch uh, Future Man? Yes. I, watched, I, I only watched the first episode. Liz and I watched and fell asleep in the first episode. Okay. So I watched like maybe like I remember because the you first were tired or minutes. because it was boring. It was like eleven thirty at night okay. and I was exhausted. Okay. It, but we were so excited to watch it. But I fell asleep. I'm about halfway through and yeah. I enjoy it. I like I enjoy it very much. But it makes me nervous for an Invincible movie. It yeah. does because it feels there's a lot of problems in it. It's like they're I feel like they're kind of trying to force their humor into it, and even like That's what I there's heard. so much humor, like like crude humor, yeah, that it doesn't really match up with the story. And when and there's so much of it that when they want an emotional scene, it does not fucking work at all. Okay. I like it, I enjoy it, and like the callbacks to like Back to the Future yeah. and like Ghostbusters and yes. stuff is awesome and I love it, but there's just so much, it's basically you have to go into it knowing that it's kind of a parody. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Like the, fir- it's in the first it's like episode parody humor. in the first episode where the characters from the future are like saying video game things out loud while they're fighting like yeah, yeah. get him and yeah. it's like they don't mention that at all why they're doing throw it throw or... punch yeah it's like, like okay I get yeah. what you're doing but it's just kind of weird but I mean like Scott Pilgrim Saves the World has that kind of humor but it worked it you worked know what I mean? really good yeah but that's also a movie by Edgar yeah. Wright 
You know, not a Hulu I'm not original. Saying, I'm not saying Future Man is bad. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm, it, I don't mm-hmm. know. Did you read the second issue of White Knight? No, I didn't. I have not yet. It's. Uh, I have I, it. I have it too. The first one was so good. I'm excited yeah. to read that. I'm hearing some, uh, obviously nothing but good things from it, but there's some controversial scenes in it. Oh, right. Does it involve Between, movies? It does. Oh. Oh, I know. And Joker yeah. and Harley Quinn. Yeah. Ooh, Harley Quinn boobs? Harley, Harley Quinn boobies. Oh, uh, my goodness. Uh, ha- Harley. Jordan Gilbert wrote and asked if we were seeing um, uh, Justice League. I think we're going to see it now. Uh, we're going to we, try to, yeah. Are we going right now to see it? It's, I think we should. It starts in 10 minutes. Um, but there's going to be 18,000 hours of fucking trailers. That's let's true. do some pre-predictions. Uh, Not about the story, about how we think it's going to do. Rob, are you excited at all to see? Nope. No. But I am excited to see whether Superman arrives uh, oh, in yeah. the first We have a third bet going. Movie. Yeah. He will not be in it because he would do, he he would he will be in it. He'll people in it. people fucking, have Oh yeah, he's definitely going to be in it, but I don't I don't I think he's going to be in first, it like third, at the first, second Matt or and I, third. Matt and I have a bet. Like Matt's saying Superman's going to be in it for oh, most of the movie and I say no. No fucking yeah. way. So the bet is I, what the movie's three it's hours long it's about three long. hours so no no wait isn't it like two yeah it's, uh, it's, it's, two, it's under it's two. two it's under two hours oh, yeah. 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 So either way whatever, Rob's saying the first out, third no Matt's saying the first third yeah. Superman's gonna show up and I'm saying not till the third act last exactly. 20, last should 20, be saying act. Last 20 minutes he's gonna agree. show up yeah. they're out and they're getting fucking demolished and Superman's gonna show up and save the and day and it's gonna go it's gonna be like the original Superman music, and he's gonna catch a helicopter. And he's like, "Look what I did!" and then fly away. <laughs> My opinion, is, like I, I said to you guys before off air, is uh, you know, I'm going into this with not very high expectations. I'm a huge Batman fan. Um, me and Bill both are, but uh, I'm going into it thinking like I'm going into a, just another Fast and Furious movie. It, I, it's just meant to be fun. enjoyable, stupid fun. I'm not coming out of it, going into it thinking like, oh, I'm looking for like an awesome story. Which it's is not what I'm which is how I feel about, I feel the opposite about the Marvel movies. I expect more from the Marvel movies now. Not only do I want stupid fun, but I want a good story and I want to feel mm-hmm. something. More than Thor. More than Thor. All the same. Which is why I wasn't crazy about Thor. Mm, burn, burn. If you want to hear, not good. Uh, we're not going to get into now, but if you want to hear... Uh, my thoughts on Thor and mostly Bill's and I want to say a little bit of Rob's listen to the Nerds Chatting um, podcast about they thought the same way one, one of them was like Nate was talking and everything he said was exactly how I feel it was so weird but he he felt the exact same way about the movie so uh you know what? Actually, before we uh, wrap up, we didn't really do a like official fan spotlight, and I don't like not having one, so I want to include one right here. Okay. Let's spend a little more time with Rob <laughs> so, in Rob's corner. So, uh. so, Rob, we talked about a little bit at the beginning of the episode about how you were kind of the guy in our group of friends that you know knows comics a little bit more than us, you know. Yeah. Um, now, when did you start? Like, well, first off, when did you start reading comics? Did you start as a kid? I, oh yeah, I mean, I've been reading comics for most of my life. And um, it, was it always Marvel? Because I know you're a big Marvel guy. Not always Marvel. Like, I was, I didn't really make a distinction between Marvel and DC when I was really little. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, I just gravitated towards Marvel more, and it's like, oh, I, this is my stuff right here. Yeah. So. Cool. And uh, when did you start reading Invincible? Um. Well, Do you remember? You got me into it. Was it? I wasn't sure. I oh, wasn't yeah. Say that. I was actually not reading comics for a while. So, okay. like, Invincible sort of got me back into comics. That's like, crazy. I was still, like, sort of keeping track of things, like, you know, what's going on in Marvel, especially yeah. Spider Man, my guy. 
Um, but I was just sort of done, and <laughs> you lent me one of your hardcovers, I think, yeah. and I started reading it, and I was like, this is awesome. What was the first issue that you purchased? Single issue. 50. Oh, cool. Mm, so, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's, All the white started room, at 47. Right? I started at 47, so you got yeah. it right when we were like into it. Yeah. Is that right? When did yeah. you start, Bill? I don't even remember. Same, around the same around time. Around the same exact time. 50? Mm. I was 40. No, 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 because I read 50 live. Yeah, we read 50 live. Yeah, but we you read guys 50 were together. well into it by the time I started, that I caught up, and then yeah. that's when I started like getting single issues. I have a question. So, yeah. because you have such a wide array, more so than any of us, of like good comics. Arcs, Marvel, Image, some DC, whatever the case is. Where does Invincible, I guess, rank, rank or mm-hmm. like stack up against the rest of like your favorite things? Is it one of your favorite things? Like, does it compare to your, the best Marvel that you've read? The best? Um, yeah. I mean, it's up there. Like it, like I said, it got me back into comics again, so mm-hmm. it has to rank fairly high. Um, it's now that it's ending, like you can sort of take it in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Um, and and sort of judge it by that, um, and that's sort of unfair to just sort of like do that against like a Marvel storyline. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's like one of my favorite, uh, just characters but, and just comic book universes that that are out there. When you think back on the entire Invincible series, what is that moment like? If you're like, if I'm like Rob, like the best part of Invincible at its peak, like conquest. Yeah, I mean, it's the typical answer. It is. I mean, it's not wrong. I, 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 it's I not mean, wrong. No, it isn't. I mean, like the everything leading up to that was like so good, but like as soon as like conquest hit the scene, like there was a real like it was very threatening, and like it yeah. just mm-hmm. it just changed the tone of the series and. It was like, whoa. It was okay. at a time, too, that where, like, Kirkman fucking unleashed Otley on the, on these pages, those yeah. pages. Like, mm-hmm. that was when Otley, I think, We had, like, really the Dream Team, too, with Cliff like, and Oh, yeah, FCO. FCO. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. But it came... It, such a good time. It followed, directly followed, a very big storyline in Invisible. Yeah. So it's like, wow, like, he was just throwing a lot at Mark. You know, oh, weren't yeah. you exhausted? You're like, It yeah. was exhausting. Yeah. Like, that's what made it so good is because yeah. you were not expecting that. After you were expecting, like... The down arc, you know, yeah, what I mean? that, like that, four Kirkman issues even of says, just like stuff. Kirkman but, even said said that about like Walking Dead. Uh, currently, he said that at uh, New York City Comic Con, um, that you know, there that's how kind of comics work. There's like a climax and then there's a downslope, and mm-hmm. it, it, at that time it was just nonstop. So it was it was exhausting. Mm-hmm. Favorite character, Rob, hit me with it. Octoboss. Yes! Octopus. <laughs> I've never heard fucking I anybody say Octopus. He's like such he, an idiot. He's hilarious. <laughs> I love how he talks. And he's so great. Yeah, I love Octopus. I'm That's an awesome. Octopus fan, yeah. That's the best. I love it. <laughs> Um, we, you know, I know we've talked uh, off the podcast a little bit about you know in, the Invincible movie and how we're still unsure how you know how that's going to be and everything like that. But the future of Invincible, I mean, going forward, do you see that it's like, do you think there is more coming, or like, what do you want this to be? Do you want this to be wrapped up and just done, put it on no, the shelf? I wouldn't mind seeing like animated mm-hmm. Invincible stuff. Like, you know, I know everyone likes the live action. But I feel like most people that have written into us have said we want animate or yeah, animated, yeah. like a series. I just yeah. think it could just it it could be done a better service to the source material mm-hmm. if it's done animation. But and it's interesting with um with you know 
the rise of superhero movies and now the more violent superhero movies with Logan and Deadpool and all that kind of stuff, we haven't really seen a resurgence of animation really yet, have we? I mean, I know there's like Rick and Morty, which is huge right now and everything like that, but like... Do you mean cinematic? Imagine a... Like... But I'm saying like, imagine a world in which Invincible is violent, rated R, and successful. It's I, I don't, very difficult to find that audience. That's what I mean. Because like, Spawn we don't tried live, to do it we don't on live HBO. In, do you remember yeah, the Spawn cartoon? Yeah, before yeah. Time. Yeah. Spawn came out now with doing what they tried to do back then. It would be But there isn't anything right now is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. we don't live in a world right now where there is, like, uh, Game of Thrones animated on HBO getting great numbers and doing well. It yeah, would, I mean, because, you know, animation is largely seen as just a, a younger person's medium, mm-hmm. or at least the audience, I, I should say. Yeah. So... And again, you're not going to get a lot of. So were video games at one point, though. Yeah, that's true. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the people that have grown up with video games mm-hmm. and you know, cool cartoons are grown up now. So yeah. like, they're sort of in Here's, charge of. of you know what? That stuff. Here's what I'm going to say. If we want, if we want that to work, it needs to be on a major network like AMC, because they're saying fuck on there. The 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 the, like or Spike. Like it needs to be on AMC. Something along those lines. If where it's, it's going to be easily accessible, where it's easily accessible, and it's like. Oh, right after The Walking Dead, here's Robert Kirkman's Invincible, and you're like, "What the fuck is and this?" It needs to and then all of a sudden, it's like this really funny, like more adultish cartoon, and then someone gets a fucking chest, like chest punch, mm-hmm. where their heart, you know, is fucking out and shit. The thing yeah. is, though, it's like Invincible, the comic evolved. It like it started off as kind of light, and oh, yeah. almost like mm-hmm. it was a parody of mm-hmm. of superhero uh, tropes, and you know. It doesn't get really serious until like the end of the what the first arc, which is like issue eleven and or twelve, when Omni-Man yeah. reveals himself. Yeah. Like that's when it's like, oh, okay, this is something mm-hmm. else. And mm-hmm. then from there, it just gets more violent. Yeah, yeah, so, more and more violent. So it's like you almost have to like trick, if it, a viewer to sort of like, mm-hmm. hey, this is a, a, a nice light, campy mm-hmm. series, and then it just and hook them. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it would have to be like, oh, look at this, it's fun, it's cool, and then all of a sudden the surprise yeah. comes where you're yeah. like. Oh shit! You got to go to bed, son. Like this is not for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's exciting. I'm excited to see. You know, like we like we've talked about. Kirkman did say that when Invincible the series ends is when things are really going to start ramping up. So, thanks again, Rob. Yeah. This was fun. I'm yeah, glad you were able to join us. myself. This was uh, pretty cool. I never did this before, so yeah, thanks. No. This is one of our first. Oh no, no, we we've done a big group one yep. like with the new readers together. But this was a this was a good foursome. Like I feel really good. I'm a little. Now is gonna make a really bad no, joke, right. and I don't want I don't want to go there. But no, it was, it was a good one. Thanks but, for joining us, Rob. Yeah, thank yeah. You. And thanks everybody for listening. We're gonna be back in two weeks. We haven't talked about what that episode's gonna be yet. Maybe, Maybe a drunk episode. Oh God, I don't know. We'll see. Oh, Rob likes that. Well, well, I was gonna have Rob's <laughs> back for round two. You know what? I was wondering, like, I, I, is that we totally could have been drinking. Like, no, do we, can we, we drink during we this? We have before. I did. We, I oh, did. During I the second. One. We used to more when we first started the podcast. We used to have a drink um, yeah. while we were recording, but we could totally we, do that. Because yeah. we needed to loosen up a little bit. But it'll um, happen. Yeah, it'll happen. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, remember, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. You can uh, email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we love hearing from you. And good night, everybody. Good night. Okay, bye. Love you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's what it is. Keep that really? Oh no.
we have like three days before then, so maybe we should like get into the podcast, you know? Like, bitch, you, have, you, you have had plans to tonight. Did you just call me bitch? Yes, I did. 